0: You're listening to Soap Dirt, the latest in television entertainment news. Hey there, reality TV fans. Today we've got an update on one of the hottest TLC shows, uh, My 600-Pound Life. If you're somebody who enjoys these TLC weight loss, weight issue shows, then you've no doubt watched My 600-Pound Life. And... This is a a reality show that's had a lot of deaths. However, before reaching outside to blame, you know, other things, let's bear in mind that all of Dr. Yana Nalzeroddin's patients are not just morbidly obese, they're classified as super morbidly obese. The word morbid means leading to death. So morbidly obese already means that you're so heavy that you could die. Super morbidly obese, which are the size of, People typically seen on My 600 pounds Life are suffering chronic health issues from their obesity, and they are on the precipice of death, and they come to see Dr. Now for life-saving surgery. However, not everybody makes it through. Not everybody survives the process. Some people have actually died while filming the show, which is not terribly surprising because there's just so much at risk with these situations. So, the most recent death from my 600-pound life is Destiny Lachey, also known during filming of the show as Matthew Ventress, because Destiny was a trans woman. However, I'm using both names because Destiny referred to herself by both names. So, I'm being careful not to misgender or use a dead name, but she used both of her names up until the time of her death. So... I'm going to be very sensitive about it. In fact, her being a trans person made her a groundbreaking cast member from the TLC show. Uh, So Matthew Ventress also goes by Destiny Lachey. And uh, she was on Season 7, Episode 10, called Destiny's story. She talked about her ongoing struggles with mental health and depression on her big two-hour episode. She said that food is what she turns to, but she knows it's, quote, I can feel it killing me. Destiny qualified for surgery, and along her journey, she lost nearly 500 pounds, and she was very active on social media about keeping fans updated. Sometimes she appeared on the on her social media as matthew and would pose shirtless showing off what looked more like a male body Uh, then she also dressed up as destiny and would show her other persona and outlook on january 30th 2022 destiny posted several just stunningly beautiful photos of herself in a beach evening dress but then a week later on february 8th 2022 She killed herself. She took her own life at age 31. Her brother, Wayne Compton, announced Destiny's death on social media, saying how sorry he was that she felt like she had no other options. Now, what's really tragic is the whole backstory of how Destiny, how Matthew chose the name Destiny for their trans persona. Uh, They had a sister named Destiny Compton who had been killed in a terrible, terrible thing. She was part of a domestic violence incident where a friend of hers was attacked by an ex and uh, Destiny Compton was shot to death at age 20. Destiny Lachey's suicide came a day after the one year anniversary of her sister's death. So really, really terrible. And there was mental health concerns and, it's terribly sad, especially because destiny had made so much progress. Not everybody on my 600 pound life does, but she did. And she was an amazing success story. Only her depression got the best of her. Another person from my 600 pound life that passed away was Gina Marie Krasley. She was on season eight, episode five, and she talked a lot as many of the people do on the TLC show, about childhood trauma as a trigger for their binge eating problems. A lot of the people on the show were abused or abandoned or had definitely deep-rooted trauma from their childhood. Gina said on her episode that food was the only thing that made her forget the pain. She was over 600 pounds when she started her journey with Dr. Now. She was one of those patients that unfortunately couldn't stick to his diet, and so she didn't lose enough weight to qualify for gastric bypass surgery. Uh, She was also one of several alums from the TLC show that sued the show. If you don't know anything about this lawsuit, they're basically alleging that (sighs) they were bullied during filming, that they were pressured about signing the the contract to appear on the show. Some of the allegations are that they didn't get enough mental health support. In addition to people that were on the show suing a couple of the people's families are, have joined the suit as survivors with an interest staked in the lawsuit. So it'll be interesting to see how that works out. It's been working its way through the court system in Texas for a while now, despite Gina, not being able to stick to Dr. Now's diet and get surgery, she dropped 400 pounds on her own, which is great. She was over 600, so she lost around 400. So she was down to, you know, still heavy, but a a weight that could have been life-saving. But then she had a mystery illness. And at 30 years old, she died on August 1, 2021. Of what? They're not sure. Uh, She was married to her wife, Beth Krasley, who was also on the show with her. Gina Marie had a, a serious cellulitis infection on the show. If you've been watching the show, you'll know that cellulitis are the infections that like get into the skin on the extremities and other areas. And it is just really serious. She also suffered peripheral neuropathy which you might know is nerve pain and tingling in your extremities that comes alongside obesity and type two diabetes and other health issues. She had been sick for months before she died. So Gina Marie Krasley is another person lost from the TLC show. Another person from my 600 pound life that died was Renee Buren. She was on season six, episode 11 Renee had been a plus-size model, and she went to Dr. Now for help because she had tipped the scales at over 600 pounds and just didn't want to deal with it anymore. She was a little older than some of the people on the show. She was age 53, and she weighed 631 pounds when she began her journey with Dr. Nalzeroddin. She was from Georgia, and she relied on her kids, to help her out, and she was also facing multiple organ failure due to her super morbid obesity. She shared on the show that she had been obese since childhood and by the age of 14 was around 300 pounds. That childhood trauma led to more weight gain, and then she lost a job, and so she began earning money to pay her bills by men-obsessed with the feeder fetish. If you don't know about that, it's really disturbing. And it's men who pay women, generally very heavy women, to eat. Usually, you know, on camera to make videos, they'll tell them what they want to see them eat and they'll send them money to get them to do it. There's another woman from my 600-pound life whose professional name in the feeder industry is known as the Vanilla Hippo. It's very disturbing and it's so painful to watch this show sometimes and see the people that are in the patients lives that are enabling them that are you know bringing them food and not supporting change for whatever reason and it's especially problematic with a patient that's making money from people that are paying for feeder videos because if they lose the weight then they're going to lose their revenue and it, it's just it's all so sad so we saw Renee lose weight, and she got her surgery. But after the surgery, her health just spiraled out of control. Uh, she died at age 56 on May 14th, 2021. So that was three years after she began her journey with Dr. Now. Another person that died from my 600-pound life, and I'm going to give a caveat, and I hope I'm saying her name right, is Colisa McMillian. I hope I'm saying her name right. No disrespect intended. If I don't have it exactly right, in 2019 and 2020, there were four more deaths from my 600-pound life. Calicia McMillan McMillian, was on season eight, episode 12. After she died, TLC pulled that episode down from all its streaming episodes and also from Discovery Plus. You can't find it today, which is. Very interesting, especially in light of this ongoing lawsuit. Calicia came to the series after she lost her fiance, and she suffered a heart attack at age 41, which is terribly young. She was a mom of four, and she started her weight loss journey on the show at 643 pounds. She met her goal to qualify for surgery, but she didn't get it because her medical issues just spun out of control. She was put into a medically induced coma. At the same time her episode aired, Calicia reportedly suffered complications from the weight loss surgery. I'm sorry, I spoke incorrectly before. She did get the surgery, but then died from complications of it. One of the complications in particular was reported to be a popped suture. That led to sepsis. If you know anything about sepsis, that's Just a systemic infection that even in a healthy person can kill you. And if you're just coming off surgery and you're still carrying a lot of weight, it's just, it's trouble. Uh, She died at age 41 on September 22nd, 2020. Another death from my 600-pound life was James King. His story aired on Season 5, Episode 11. He was close to, wait for it, eight hundred pounds when he started his weight loss journey on my 600 pound life. He was a Kentucky native who was trying to lose weight to get surgery, but instead of losing weight while they were filming, he gained weight. He gained up to 840 pounds. He had an appearance on a Where are they now episode and that's when they had an update. But after that he went on his own and he lost more than 340 pounds but he still died he died at age 49 on april 3rd 2020 of kidney failure this is another tragedy of somebody who managed to do it on their own and still lost their life another death occurred during filming of my 600 pound life and that was kelly mason She worked really hard, and she qualified to get her gastric surgery. She dropped 273 pounds from her starting weight, which was a whopping 725 pounds. Then she got her surgery, and she lost another 70 pounds after getting her gastric sleeve. She was excited about her new life, and then all of a sudden, bam, she died on February fifteenth, 2019, from heart failure. Kelly Mason was the second patient to die while filming the TLC series. She appeared on season 7, episode 13. Then in 2019, Sean Milliken died after an incredible weight loss success story. Sean Milliken was the heaviest person at the time to ever appear on My 600-pound Life. He started weight at 9 119 pounds when he came to see Dr. Now for help. He was immobile and he was in intense pain and he knew he needed to change his life. He was another victim of childhood trauma like so many of the patients that we see on My 600 Hundred Pound Life. By age nine, Sean was already over 150 pounds. At one point in his life, He tipped the scales past a thousand pounds. Then he moved to Houston and he was ready to drop that weight to get his surgery and save his life. We saw Sean on season four, episode 11, and also on My 600 Pound Life, Where Are They Now? He'd been doing better, but then his mom died and then he lost his home to Hurricane Harvey. Then within two months, he packed on three. Hundred pounds after those back-to-back tragedies it's just awful to even think about Sean Milliken died from cardiac arrest and reportedly there were also complications from an infection he died on February 17th 2029 he was I'm sorry he died on February 17th 2019 he was 29 years old Ironically, doctors had warned him that if he didn't lose weight, he wouldn't make it to age 30. Sadly, he did this big journey and he lost the weight and then just sadness, sadness and bad things happened. 300 pounds in two months is almost stunning to consider, but losing his mom, losing his home, it was just too much. And as the doctor said, he didn't make it to age 30. Another death on my 600 pound life was Lisa Fleming. She appeared on season six, episode seven. Lisa's episode was very upsetting to fans. And I, oh, it's just awful to even talk about. The, during filming, they found maggots in the folds of her skin. Uh, it was just awful. And her mother, Lisa Fleming's mother, had died of obesity complications. Even more terrifying was she had died in the very same bed that her daughter, Lisa, was then bedridden and suffering mobility issues lying in that bed all day. She came onto the show at over 700 pounds, qualified for surgery with Dr. Now, and dropped 200 pounds. However, at age 50, on August twenty third, 2018, she died reportedly from a heart attack. Her daughter said that her mom's body just gave out. Just terrible. Another issue of mental health struggle was James Bonner, who was known as LB on the show. He died of age 30, and it was, all these deaths are tragic, but this one is just particularly tragic. During his weight loss journey, he went from 650 pounds down to 270 pounds. He lost more than half of his body weights. LB's parents said he was sticking to the program up until his death. You might remember that LB was had lost a leg in an accident and That was what led to a lot of his mobility issues and his weight gain. And before he appeared on season six, episode six, he had struggled with alcohol abuse after he had lost his leg from just below the knee. It was his right leg. All of that led LB to have depression issues, according to his parents. And then on August 2nd, 2018, when he was only age 30, LB shot himself. His episode is another that's been taken down from all the streaming platforms. You can't find it anywhere. Another TLC star to die was Robert Bouchelle. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. In 2017, he died during filming. He was filming Season 6, Episode 8, and was hoping to marry his fiance Catherine and start a family. Dr. Now did a surgery on Robert to remove a 40-pound lymphedema mass with plans to remove another. If you're a longtime watcher of my 600-pound life, you'll know that lymphedemas are the the big kind of fat globs that form that you can't lose the weight to take them off. They have to be surgically removed. After surgery, he was struggling to get off the painkillers that they had prescribed to him and he then suffered more and more serious mobility issues to where he was immobile then after that surgery he had a long stay in a step down rehab facility that's where they take you when you leave the hospital but you still can't go home because you still need you know some kind of physical therapy occupational therapy you still need to be monitored so that's where he was, and he suffered a heart attack while filming was still going on. He died November fifteenth, 2017. A fan favorite from My 600 hundred pound Life from Season 1 was Henry Foots. He was the very first person to die from the series. He appeared on Season 1, Episode 4. Henry was 47 when he appeared on the show, and he started with an initial weight of 715 pounds, but he had a goal, he had a class reunion to go to, and he wanted to slim down. He was a huge success story on My 600 pounds Life, and if you know from watching it, it feels like 70% of the time, maybe 80% of the time, the people just can't make it work. And even the people that do get surgery, they don't always stick with it. It's, it's, it's so sad. Uh, Henry was a big success story though. One of those rare success stories, he lost 440 pounds. He was down to 275 pounds. He was working as a bus driver at the time of his death. And he was actually driving a bus at the time of his death. What they call a quote medical event caused him to lose control of the vehicle and he killed a pedestrian and he died six months after that event. So he suffered a medical event that harmed him and he ran over someone In the course of his job and then six months later he died age 57 may 16th 2013 that was a little over a year after his episode aired so as of now that's everybody who's died from my 600 pound life but you know from watching the show that it's it's touch and go for everybody and we wish everybody the best of luck that's on their weight loss journey whether on the show or just at home and we hope you come back to soap dirt for more reality show news Thank you for being a loyal listener. Follow us wherever you get your podcast because you don't want to miss the next episode. Soap Dirt is on all the major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more.